things just got real. So, how are we doing, folks? Rico Bessé, Motivation in a Mini. You hear me perfectly clear. That's because uh, we are going big time here, folks. We have some serious audio equipment. Uh, actually, it's really just a new microphone. Sorry, I, I couldn't. Um, but it, really, I mean, you know, in a, in a podcast, the microphone can definitely make or break it. And it was time. It was, it was, it was ready for the next iteration, next phase to, uh, to go a little more mainstream and mainstream in the fact that you can hear me. There's no traffic audio from my actual mini Cooper. Um, and you wouldn't like it anyways. I just recently, uh, upgraded my exhaust and it's, Sounds great. It sounds fun, um, but it doesn't. It only uh, subtracts a little bit, actually, from from doing trying to, any kind of recordings in the mini now, uh, because I rev it high and it's fun and it's rumbly and burpy, as a mini should be. So this will be the last uh, episode, uh, not only of this year, twenty twenty, uh, wrapping up this decade actually now that i think about it holy crap wrapping up the decade and then also uh season two of my podcast uh season three going forward will will uh me doing it here at home in uh the studio slash office with the professional setup and i'll be even more laser focused on the the mission and the message at hand and what i've got going on and sharing with you all so maybe the uh the message resonates and lands a lot stronger and to speak to the the new beginnings the new threshold here that we're crossing definitely have to shout out to two individuals uh that that have been uh, my biggest fans so far uh, really truly uh joe espelot uh my former supervisor who listens to my podcast religiously uh, with uh, eagerness. And whenever I start slacking off, as in letting too much time go by between episodes, reminding me, hey, man, where's the podcast? I'm, I'm Jonesing for the next podcast. And he was the one also, uh, I think a few podcasts ago said, it, dude, you got to just you just got to get a nice mic and, 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 and kick up your game. Actually, I was talking to him. Yeah, we were hanging out. There we go. Yeah, we went downtown DC and he was like, yo, man, you should just go go studio with it. Get yourself a nice mic. And so I was going to do that myself. But uh, lo and behold, the other individual that I'm speaking of here too, uh, Eric Williamson, my father-in-law, who uh, one of my biggest fans from the get-go in – the motivation and mini podcast, you know, probably subscriber number one, and once again listens to it, and, and it, he's shared with me like the four or five podcasts that he listens to on the regular. Uh, the other ones being, you know, somewhat political, and this one being my podcast. And he actually gave me some ideas that I'm going to take into 2021 for uh, for for speaking on here in the podcast, which is which is awesome. But uh, for for Christmas, he got me. A really nice microphone set up here for my office 
you know, uh, professional headphones and such. And uh, I set it up, uh, I think, uh, Christmas Day. I, I went and plugged it all up and set it up, and uh, it looks awesome. It, it makes me feel legit. <laughs> so huge shout out and congrat and uh, thank you to goes to to Joel and Eric. Um, love you guys both and really appreciate how you have uh, contributed to uh, what I feel like is the success of my podcast. Now we can jump into wrapping up 2020 and maybe take some of that uh, motivation into 2021, right? Building on the momentum, building on the success. Uh, I've recently heard the analogy of a flywheel, right? As far as getting the momentum going. And then even more so, especially if you've got your flywheel maybe going in the wrong direction, you know, it, it, it takes a lot to slow it down. And then it takes a lot of energy to get it back going up. Um, and truly, even over time, even if your flywheel is going in the right direction, right, your momentum is going the right direction, um, we can, in, uh, what can happen is you can have things that impact it negatively, where, uh, you know, unconsciously you, you're slowing down, your, your momentum slowing down. And day by day, things, you know, drag on it to slow it down and you're not aware of it until it stopped. And you're like, woof, I'm in a funk. I'm in a hole. I, I need to dig myself out of it, pick myself up. And it can be very challenging, uh, especially if you're trying to do it by yourself. And so with the flywheel concept, right? And knowing most importantly, I think, is that you're not doing it alone and don't try to do it alone. Uh, definitely have support or ask for help. Something is very difficult for individuals to sometimes do, uh, including including a younger Rico Bessé who found it difficult to ask for help and thought he could uh, muster it up on his own. But getting the flywheel going and then keeping it going, right? That's crucial, right? And like I'm speaking to, right? If you really let it come to a halt, oh my goodness, trying to get it going again can feel somewhat impossible. But... I'm, I really am even more committed than ever to keeping the podcast going, uh, not only because I believe in it for myself, but I believe in it for others. And if only Eric and Joel are the two dedicated listeners that I have, then that's two individuals that I'm having you know, an impact on, that I'm uh, leaving uh, my mark and my legacy and, and having a good interaction and a good time, right? It's this journey that we go through in life and to get a little deep here <laughs> is, is to do it with other people is to, to journey and travel and occupy space and time with as many people as we can share joy with. There are those that are in sync with the things that we, we enjoy. And, uh, and uh, I was, I was talking about it earlier with somebody, the fact that, uh, this past holiday was fantastic for me because I got to spend it and share my time and energy with those that I loved. And as brief and it can, as it can seem at times, it I, it means everything to me. For all the right reasons, I love Christmas, and it's about family and being together and and sharing good times. So now that we kind of hit on the fact of keeping the momentum going is crucial. 
not doing it by ourselves. Going into 2021, how do we keep it going? Or maybe even deeper for you is I'm in a funk. I'm in a rut. Uh, my flywheel has slowed down a bit or come to a stop. I need to pick it up and get it going again. And it's, it's setting out goals. It's talking them out into the ethos and then writing them down. And then every day executing on them. And I always talk about starting with your why. But what is the reason you get out of bed? What is the thing? What is the idea? What is the passion that you can latch onto every morning? And maybe sometimes let it pick you up and drag you out of bed and get you dressed and get you going. All right, 2020. It was awesome. I said this... I've said this multiple times to myself today because I'm just having huge major reflection like we all are, right? Thinking about, wow, 2020. And if you go 2020, God, I'm glad it's over. You're going in with the wrong attitude, right? You are going into it with, with the wrong mindset. The mindset that you're happy it's over with means that you didn't show up like you could have. And you're focusing probably on the negative. And there's got to be some positive in there. There has to be. I mean, if, if anything in the silver lining is that you survived it, other people maybe you cared about hopefully survived it, right? But what else, right? Was it just a matter of you just trying to stay afloat and surviving? Or did you actually set some goals out in 2020? Did you accomplish things that you wanted to, whether it was a job, a skill, your degree, a promotion, a life-changing event, marriage, birth, um, right? I mean, for me, it's, I purchased a home, you know, but in that, in that achievement, I shall say, that there was so much anxiety and stress and strain uh, the financials, taking on a mortgage. But in the end, what it brought to me and my family and those I care about, I love coming home every day. I love, I genuinely love my home and my house and it's mine and my wife's and it's for our family to enjoy and love. And if we don't love something about it, we can paint it a new color, bust down a wall, what have you. Um, Yeah, I, I love 2020 not because it was perfect. Um, I, I'm not seeking perfection. I'm just seeking to, to grow and build upon all the achievements. So things that I highlighted for me in 2020, right, and just sharing with you, hopefully you're reflecting in the moment as well too, but, you know, my daughter graduating out of high school, buying a home, being promoted, Right? All those things didn't come with ease. They, they were tough. They were challenging. They were stressful, as anyone can imagine. Like, seriously. Um, you know, as a, working in a critical industry, in a, in a field where going to work every day, you know, wasn't a luxury work from home, you know, wasn't, wasn't the first order of business or the first op option. And uh, going to work every day, wearing a mask every day, 
dealing with uh, people who knew somebody or came in contact with somebody that had COVID or, or, or got infected themselves, right? Uh, and then how we responded, how the site responded, how my technicians responded. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome, right? I don't, I, you know, I wouldn't change a thing about 2020. The only thing I, I would change about 2020 is I broke my finger trying to change the oil for you guessed it, my mini. I've done it so many other times before. I've changed oils on multiple cars, but let it, let it, uh, when I was changing my exhaust for my mini, I had it jacked up and I said, oh, this is a perfect time to change the oil. I go to try to use a breaker bar to, to break free the um, oiled pan nut and I break my finger in the process of trying to break the nut loose. That's probably the only thing I, I, I would take back or do differently because right now it's still broke. I mean, this happened just uh, three weeks ago. So I'm, I'm on the road to recovery, but uh, every once in a while I, I kind of whack it pretty good and I'm reminded that it is definitely broke. <laughs> So aside from a broken finger, I wouldn't change anything about 2020, right? And, and the key there too is, is not only what happened, but my attitude towards the things that I couldn't control. So having a plan and a desire and a goal for the things that I could, right? For my promotions, for purchasing a home, for the things that I achieved personally and professionally, having a plan and really sticking to it. And it, it was challenging. Definitely had setbacks, roadblocks, stumbling, falling, picking myself back up, keeping the flywheel going. But then also, just to reiterate, right, the attitude on the things that I couldn't control, right, like the pandemic, social distancing, you know, wanting to be social with those that I care about, hanging out, and you can't do that. You need to minimize it. Um, <laughs> things being closed or shut down. You know, we're just social creatures. We we are we are have been able to survive and thrive um, from the dawn of man because of our ability to gather. Right, we're not the biggest, strongest, fastest. Don't have the biggest teeth or the sharpest claws, but uh, a, a little bit of wit and uh, a whole lot of togetherness is is how we've persevered and how we will continue to per persevere as a society. So when we're told to be apart, right, that is not in our nature. That is not how we are designed. That is not part of our genome but so 2020 was was rough it was challenging but that's that's where the growth happens that's where the breakthrough happens that's where the resilience the maturation the experiences come through so yeah I, i'm excited about 2021 but i'm not relieved that 2020 is over you know um if anything if I, if we, you know, you and I have survived 2020, well, shoot, every year after that, can it be any worse? I mean, don't want to speak too soon, yeah, you know, but could it get any worse? You know, everything that you have had to deal with, probably personally, on top of a pandemic, um, yeah, that doesn't happen too often, right? History shows that doesn't happen too often uh, in a lifetime.
So knowing that hopefully you've survived, you know, even if, even if you, if you really just say, I just survived 2020, well, shoot, give yourself credit. You freaking survived it. So 2021 can only be better, right? Yes, we'll get a, a vaccine and we'll move back into reopening everything back to normal. You know, sure, I, I guarantee in a year from now, there'll probably be still people out there wearing masks as a precaution. People vaccinated, people maybe not vaccinated, depending on which way of that spectrum you want to fall in your opinions. But there will probably be people in a year from now, even though it's not mandated, required, state regulated or otherwise, that you wear a mask, people will be wearing masks. But as a whole, the normalcy of things having normal hours, normal operations, concerts, public gatherings, you know, I live in the DC area, so, you know, museums back open, being able to, to do the activities and the events and the things, travel, right, is one that me and my family definitely want to do overseas and abroad. Um, and we're planning that already right now because it, it's going to come back. And when it does, we'll be, we will enjoy it even better, right? If as somebody who's been on multiple deployments can speak to the fact that you definitely appreciate things much more when you don't have them for quite some time. So when you go on deployment for six months, at least, right, some longer, and you come back and you're excited to drive a car, <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's just crazy, right? But <clears throat> Or go to a bar or go to sleep and share a bed with the ones you love or give your children a hug. Good night. Um, you know, you, you just appreciate it that much more. So the things that the Navy at times tried to deny me, you know, if I want to say it that way, but, um, the reality is, is it also taught me to appreciate them very much. So in the time that I have with them, and this is no different for me. Um, and once again, see, right, that resilience that I've built through my time in the military, multiple deployments, multiple sea time, workup cycles, you know, which is still just sea time away from those that you love. So here in 2020, when we're told stay away from each other, yeah, when we're back together, we're going to appreciate it so much more. And that's going to be awesome. So 2021, why is it going to be awesome for you? How are you going to show up differently? What's your plan? What's your goals? What do you want to achieve? What fell short in 2020? Or what didn't get all the momentum or attention you desired? Uh, you know, for me, I love the gym. And I, I worked out at, I'll share that I worked out at home a little bit, but not to the degree that I probably could have. And so... Once again, I'm like, ah, did I use it as an excuse that gyms were closed, but then they reopened late in the year, but then you had to wear masks and still concerned about COVID. So is it being reckless? But right, you know, the, the, the things we tell ourselves once again of why we can't or shouldn't reason ourselves out of something because it's easy. <laughs> To tell ourselves no before somebody else has. 
So, right, that's my shortcoming for 2020 is taking care of myself. I did it okay. I can do it better, right? And in, and in everything that you assess yourself for 2020, it shouldn't be so much that you're really bagging on yourself and beating yourself up over it. Just, ah, you know, I, I didn't live up to the fullest on it. I didn't do it the best way I know how. Or in 2021, I'll do a little better, do a little more, be more consistent, have better habits. Uh, New Year's resolutions are always the best because, yeah, it's it's the optimism. You know, if you you go, I don't I don't want a New Year's resolution because I'll just end up breaking it. Once again, like, like I said, you you're telling yourself no before you've even started. There'll be plenty of people and things in life that will be trying to do that for you. You don't need to be one of the members of the audience telling you no. So tell yourself why it's going to be yes this time. Why this time your resolution is going to stick. I'm trying to think of how else to try to get you pumped for 2021. It's because life's too short, folks. Come on. 2021 is going to be awesome. It will be. Because even if nothing, you physically do differently. But as long as your attitude is in alignment with that, if your attitude screams, no matter what happens, I'm going to love the living crap out of 2021. And the people that I'm with in 2021... I'm going to enjoy and share and laugh and smile and love to the fullest. You know, there's not even really any much doing in that, just the feeling of it, right? When you see somebody and you smile or you laugh or just how you show up, your attitude, how it radiates, you know, how it, you just put it out there in the universe. And attitudes and energy is infectious. So are, are you giving or are you subtracting from the energy in the world? Sometimes it takes effort. Absolutely. Like I said, 2020 wasn't perfect for me. Hell no. Plenty of ups and downs. Plenty of low points. Plenty of times I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out of my depths and I'm lost genuinely lost whether physically emotionally mentally lost drained at a dead end stuck in a rut in a corner bogged down however you want to describe the hole that you find yourself in first thing first and i hate that saying because of course first things first first things never last but i say it here because it's funny first things first when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. That's okay. And then where's the where's up? Look up. Look look where you need to go, where you want to be. Know where you're at? Okay. I don't want to be here stuck in this hole. Where do I want to be? Uh, I need to get out of this hole. How do I get there? 
And I'll tell you what, like I went to in the beginning, and I'll say it again here. If you're going in alone, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for more pains and woes than you need to endure. If you look up and say, hey, can somebody help me out? Can somebody throw me a rope? I mean, genuinely, right? I, I, I will paint the picture for you, right? You close your eyes. You are in a hole. Somehow you're in this hole and you, you can't get out. You can't jump out. It's way, it's way above your head. No rope, no ladder. You are just in this hole. You, you were walking along through life, fell in the hole. Now you're in there. Would your first reaction be to try to like whisper or just talk normal and say, hey, hey, I'm in a hole? Or would you scream at the top of your lungs for help? Which one in your mind do you, would, you, would you instinctively do in that situation, in reality? And you know the answer. If you were really stuck in that hole and were really concerned about being in that hole and really concerned about getting out of it, you would scream at the top of your lungs. Because you know to really try to reach and, and gravitate somebody towards your dilemma, you got to be loud. You got to be obnoxious. You got to be a parent. But, you know, come back to reality. And in our metaphorical hole, we're like waving a little flag. Okay, nobody comes. So then we stop waving and we, we try to trudge it alone. It makes no sense. Ask for freaking help. Humble yourself. Put your pride aside. Put your ego aside. Oh, and the, the, the biggest one, the biggest pet peeve of mine, I don't want to burden anybody. I don't want to bother somebody. My problems are my problems. I don't want to put them on somebody else. Oh, my goodness, people. These stigmas that we have with asking for help. You know, why depression's at all-time high, suicide rates, you know, veteran suicide rates at an all-time high. You know, and we, we, we try to educate and put the burden on other people for, you know, knowing the signs and the telltale signs that people are asking for help. When really we need to be educating and pushing just as much or even stronger for those individuals to ask for help to scream that they're in a hole, you know, that there's no stigma with, with asking for help or putting your problems in somebody else's basket. So down that tangent, reel it back, Rico, ask for help. You should be asking for help. God, please just ask for help. It feels great. Do you like helping other people? Does it make you feel good? Okay. So then don't be selfish. Share the wealth. Share the burden. So going into 2021, you're going to have an awesome, infectious attitude. Not only are you going to be looking to serve and assist other individuals and their needs, because that makes you feel good, but you're also going to reciprocate it and you're going to ask for help. And you know what even better? I challenge you to ask for somebody's help when you don't even really need it. Or maybe they're not even that good at it. But you know what? Nobody's ever given them the chance to get better at helping or assisting or lending assistance. So sometimes in your mind, you're like, I don't really need to ask that individual. And on top of that, I don't even know if they'd really be that helpful. But in that act of kindness, 
And I say that act of kindness of letting somebody else be of service to you, just like you like being service to somebody else. It's secular, right? <laughs> it It's the nature of being pack animals. You wanting to serve other individuals. They wanting to serve you. And it starts with everybody being cool and kosher with asking for help. So there we go. 2021, right? 2020, we, we were told to, to shelter in place. Keep your mask on. Don't touch other people. Don't be around other people. You know what? 2021 can be the year that no matter what, we ask for help. We seek help. And I think that's the way you show up better in 2021. And I'm telling you, it will also impress upon other people. Because now when you actually are taking your actions and living them and being them, other people see that and they pick up on that. Because another part of us as homo sapiens, right, is we're very visual. You know, kids, they won't replicate what you say. They replicate what you do. They will pick up on your habits by what you physically perform. So guess what, mom and dad, if you're always on your phone, guess what they want to do once they get the chance to have some kind of device. They just want to stare to be locked in. But when the kids see the parents picking up books, reading books, or being active, you know, running, working out, taking care of themselves, or eating right, you know, those are the habits that they're going to replicate. And we tend to forget that sometimes that we, we, you know, we are born visual creatures. And that is how we not only perceive our world, but learn, mimic, replicate, right? Children would just mimic, right? That's how you learn and learn how you fit in the world. So, so visually through your actions is how you're going to have impact, not only for yourself, but for other people. They're going to see you doing awesome things and being awesome and being of service and asking for help and saying, oh, that person asked for help. I think I can ask for help too. And it's cool how it comes full circle. So sharing with you this whole experience of me recording in my home for the first time ever in this manner, usually my drive is over is when I wrap it up because it's time to go in and I'm no longer in my mini. Uh, but now that I've taken, taken the podcast out of the mini altogether, uh, recording it here on the laptop, <clears throat> it stopped me at 30 minutes and some odd seconds, and then I had to pick up the recording. So you may hear a few, exactly a minute ago, there was maybe a weird pause or break in the uh, podcast. So we'll figure out and fine tune those. And then I also got to hit my sweet spot on, on my time sessions. You know, 30 minutes, definitely the good window. So I'm there. I'm present. Had a good recap on 2020. No, it wasn't perfect. But damn it, if it didn't make me a better person, right? And make better for me and my family and for those around me. So 2021, the year that we do one little thing better every day, right? And whether that's asking for help helping others and just having a better attitude about the things that happen to us, right? That we don't necessarily have any control over. And there we go. So I really love y'all. Hope you continue on this journey with me as I keep growing within the podcast, within the world, sharing what I feel. You know, I may 
have never seen your face. We may have never interacted. We may be acquaintances. We may be friends, family, and people that have gone back years. I love you all the same. I truly do. My legacy and part of this and sharing with you going into 2021 and wanting to be more committed than ever to the podcast is that I want to have given more in life than I've taken. You know, as somebody who's asking for help, I want to also give as much or more. You know, I want to be in the black. <laughs> I don't want to go to the grave in the red, having taken from this world more than uh, I've given, because I've already gotten so much that I've got to make extra effort to uh, give back. And this is uh, the mechanism by which I'm trying to achieve that. So 2021, it's going to be our year. I can feel it. Uh, and better yet, I know it because we're awesome and we're going to continue to be awesome rolling into 2021. All right, folks, keep thriving. And uh, next decade is going to be freaking awesome. 2021 is a great way to start off the decade. And I'm, I'm super pumped and excited. I love y'all. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'll catch you next year.